thing and one thing only that separates Christianity from all other religions is the fact that Jesus Christ our God rose again amen he died and he rose again his his body his bones anything a part of him is not in the grave hallelujah he is seated at the right hand of the father praise the lord Death can't keep him. Death would never have been able to keep Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And uh, so many people deny and say this and that about the resurrection. But you know what? The unfallible proofs prove that Jesus Christ was resurrected the third day. Amen. Welcome to another time of devotions with Daily Fire and I'm glad you've joined me, and hopefully that the devotion tonight will bless your heart. Our daily fire quote tonight is, Lord Jesus, I believe in your resurrection. Therefore, I too shall be resurrected. Amen. It says that we are, the dead in Christ shall rise. Amen. And those who are alive and remain shall be caught up to be with him forever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. What a promise. What a time we're waiting for. Amen. And I hope that many will choose to accept Christ and that they will be waiting for his return as well. Our scripture tonight is taken from John's Gospel, chapter 11, verses 25 and 26. Jesus said this at the time, uh, at the time of his, uh, uh, when Lazarus, when Martha and Mary called for Jesus, Lazarus was sick, and then Lazarus died, and he was in the grave three, four days. And Jesus made this statement to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, Though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? That's the question he asked Martha. And he has been asking thousands, if not millions, ever since to the preaching of the gospel. Do you believe this? Our title tonight is called Resurrection. An impossible hoax. Many people call it many things. Some people think that 
resurrection is impossible. But how do they know that resurrection is impossible? Good question. Nobody knows enough to declare with absolute certainty that something is impossible. I remember, I loved my theme song for the program, Nothing is Impossible When You Put Your Trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you trust in His Holy Word. We would have to be God to know what God cannot do. I'm going to say that again. We would have to be God to know what God cannot do. And I think too many times we take, we think we're thinking like God and thinking that we think the way we're thinking God thinks when in actuality it's nothing but stinking thinking. No one knows. And we are limited. And we can be wrong. But you know what? God can never be wrong. Look at the past. Until this century, television seemed impossible. Yeah, when I was growing up, it was, television just came on the scene. Uh, my recollection as a young person, as a, as a television, it was a, I don't mean, five-inch hole circle in the middle of a wooden box. Not knowing where, where, where these images are coming from, where the sound is coming from, and it was in glorious black and white. If anybody had said two or three hundred years ago that a person would be seen and heard all around the globe at the same moment, he would have been thought mad. Oh, you're seeing it. Anybody from anywhere around the world and, and podcasts all around the world. In the, in the same time that I'm speaking now, who would have thought, I mean, who would have thought that was even even possible 50 years ago. The moon. The moon was considered unreachable. Men could never fly. Never travel faster than a horse. Never live at the bottom of the ocean. Listen, look, listen, all these things. All these were firmly believed to be impossible. But everyone was wrong. Television, airplanes, fast cars are now part of everyday life. We know that they are not pigments of imagination. I guess that what was a Concorde was the fastest plane. You know, get to France, to New York, in what, a matter of two hours? Christ has risen also. So we know that it is possible. Not only because Christ rose, but he also said we will rise too. By definition, God is the Almighty. So if God is God, there is no problem with resurrection. Or there shouldn't be. And I can't understand why people would think that it is impossible. 
And there have been people who have experienced, had life after death experiences. Impossible? I don't know. I can't make that. I've never been there. But there have been people who had and have given an account. And what they've come back of what they have seen and heard. But we have to please someone. We just can't make a blatant statement. None of this is true. Oh, cars aren't in existence anymore. Airplanes are not flying in our skies. And so on. Acts chapter 4, verse 32, in the Word of God, it says, And with great power, great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. The apostles gave witness to it. And great grace was upon them all. Was the great grace a result of the great power to witness? Maybe that's what we need today. Maybe we should start believing in the impossible of what God can do instead of believing uh, infallible man. The disciples were not the sort of characters who would be hoaxers. They never, they never took on that type of character, knowing them. They did not treat life as a huge joke. They were very serious men. At first sight of the resurrected Jesus, they were scared to death. Later, they were all persecuted, and some were killed and murdered simply because they said Jesus, that Jesus was alive. Here before they were cowardly, ran away, and something happened when they saw Jesus in, the resur in his resurrected state. <clears throat> nobody dies, nobody dies to hoax people. I don't care who it is. Hoaxers do not lie to ruthless emperors. Hoaxers do not stand be being tortured, being burned alive, or torn to pieces by wild animals, which disciples, those that seen Jesus, and those who believe in his resurrection did. The disciples simply could not deny the truth. Same as believers today. I cannot deny the truth. That which I have seen and heard, I declare unto you. No matter what, let us truth tellers, let us be truth tellers today as well. And I tell you the truth, that which I've experienced, that which the Lord has done in me, has was real. And it's, it's been long lasting. Some 50 years now, I placed my faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And committed myself to him. And he has never failed me. Never failed me. Hallelujah. Well, tonight we're going to focus upon the country of, of Turkey. In our 
prayer for the persecuted church. By the way, if it was such a hoax, why are so many people around the world committed to the Lord Jesus Christ and would even give their lives for him? And so they asked to pray for university students and teachers who have asked for Bibles and information about Christ. In Turkey, a Muslim state, there's got to be a reason why people are so inquisitive, why there are so many miracles happening around the world that people are, are, are really seeing visions of Christ and turning to him. There's a, such a desire, a hunger, and a thirst to know more about this Jesus. And we should be doing all we can to get Bibles and information about Jesus to them. Perhaps maybe God's got a call in your life, you, you who are listening. Maybe you have the resources and the finances to, cern, to send Bibles and information about Christ to these students and teachers. I pray that you do, and you will respond. How? I don't know. Email me, and we can work this out. Too. Let us come and reason together. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's our time together tonight. Also, continue praying for our brothers and sisters in Cuba and Ukraine and, and uh, uh, Russia. Remember, I will accept nothing less than God's best for you. And for all of our other friends. Praise the Lord. God bless you. And shalom. Mm -hmm.